It's five o'clock Mountain Time, and uh, we've got inflation. We've got uh, China and Taiwan. We got the Ukraine. Uh, so, what's Congress interested in? The studying of UFOs. <laughs> I can't believe we're even talking about this, but here we go. Uh, Congress has decided that uh, uh, they can't ignore UFOs any longer, Shay. They're apparently up there somewhere, and no one knows what they are, what the hell they are, where they come from, what, they, what they're made of, how they're propelled, how they get along. Um, we don't know crap. <laughs> we just don't know a damn thing. Well, amazing thing is, uh, almost to the day, yeah, you know, a year ago, uh, the the first thing the Pentagon did in wanting to put out the video, which they, they finally did, was that they were re reclassifying the, as we all know now, unidentified yeah. aerial phenomena. Yeah. It, boy, that 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 took a roundtable study. Like that's like let's go let's go spend some time on that yeah. that's, let's that's, uh, let's let's be 100 accurate here shane because this was formerly known as the airborne object identification and management group as though they can manage identified uh, objects now they're the all domain anomaly resolution yeah, it's, office it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly yes uh it's, help me help me help me shane Resolve anomalies. <laughs> Please help me. Help me with that. Are you ready? God. Well, I, I think there's two things that are important, just real quick to have, yeah. and and that is is the uh, effort that that Trump set, did by setting up the U.S. Space Force it was a thirty billion dollar budget, eight and a half <laughs> thousand people, you know, in in the core, and uh, why? I mean. If if there if there's really a, a defined reasoning behind someone like Trump, is that it's it's specific. It's not it, it, he didn't just do it because he's talking about space. All right, he he's doing it because there's a danger, and it's not Russia or China because we already have defenses, relatively strong defenses in regards to them. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of those things that you look at. And you, you you have to appreciate that the, the only machine that we have on this planet that could fly at the speeds we're talking about is a drone because they can handle about 19 Gs and that, that would allow that type of a speed. It, it would also require some type of magnetic or uh, gravitational engine. It, it wouldn't be a normal type engine that we're used to with fuel because it would burn out too quickly. So, you know, those are sort of the background numbers and ideas that you have to work with when you're thinking about it. But I mean, th this whole thing about, you know, seeing objects flying around and video in the last couple of weeks, even it, this has gone on since, uh, you know, for 10,000 years, people have mm -hmm. written records of, of all of this. You know, I'm not going to go through them, but yeah. they, beca they became a particularly um, significant in the United States after their, the U.S., and you know the uh, Manhattan Project and and trilogy in in the the deserts of you know of the U.S. where they lit off the first atomic bomb. So you know I th I think mm -hmm. a, a nuclear weapon, a nuclear explosion, is a universal weapon. I I, I think if there's others, you know, sentient beings out there, they they've identified with that or some type of laser. I, I think mm -hmm. that that using light as well. 
So it's like music. I think music is the language of the universe and mathematics is the science of the universe. I I think that's undeniable when you look at what we've been able to do with it. But for man, the difficulty is, is we live in such a narrow band. Um, uh, Human beings can basically withstand nine G's, but not for very long. Um, And and we have two types of temperature. No G forces. So G-forces for human beings exist in air and in water. Like a free dive in water is about 90 feet before the water pressure is too great. And you have the same problem, of course, going into space because it's there's you lose the G-force as you end up in space. That that was a big, um, amazing reality to, that man could survive in space with no G-force. That, you would think your body would collapse or in the case of too many G's, it would explode. But for some reason, the monkeys came back and they were fine. (laughs) Yeah, apparently they were. So, well, for the first time in 50 years, lawmakers uh, questioned Pentagon officials for information about sightings of USOs and uh, many voicing criticism uh, about a lack of transparency and I don't, I don't know how you can be, <laughs> I, I don't know how you can sit there as uh, somebody from the, uh, you know, the defense department or whoever it happens to be and talk intelligently about something that may or may not be real. Well, that that's one point too. Another point that's very important in relation to how our military operates, uh, it just its size um, you know, there's 5,000 men on an aircraft carrier. So if, if they're, if these are small objects and they're probably drones. I, I don't believe that it's, you know, it would be necessary to send drones down like we saw in Star Wars and stuff, you know, sending out drones to different planets to look for stuff. Then, you know, that's probably where we're at. Or there's a bigger ship out somewhere nearby, like a light year away or two light, who knows. I mean, in distance in in space is so unbelievable that, you know, it, it wouldn't be hard to believe that, that, you know, they're just firing off some drones to take a look at us. You know, that's an idea. Well, uh, that's true. Um, I'm not sure why they need lights, um, you know, if they're drones. I'm not sure why they have to be lighted at night while they're flying around with lights on over uh, Phoenix. Uh, that's the biggest one, I guess, where they have the Phoenix light show of uh, yeah, identified that's, objects that's right. flying over there. So I would agree with you. I, I you know, as I've voiced before, the, the chances of intelligent life reaching us are extremely remote. I mean, they're right. almost they're almost. Uh, you can't deny the laws of physics, you can't deny the laws of mathematics. And, um, you know, for for us, it took millions of years of absolutely perfect conditions, not just normal conditions, but absolutely perfect conditions to create life. And the fact that the dinosaurs haven't come back after being extinct millions of years ago proves that, that once life goes, man, it's gone. The dodo bird's gone. The passenger pigeon's gone. Uh, you know, there's 2,500 species, I think, that go extinct every year. But And tw- over 20,000 new ones discovered. Yeah. So, so. yeah. Well, the, it, the interesting uh, thing about your comment about lights, the observation yeah. I'd make there is, that uh, 
you know, our, our understanding of sources of force, because we understand gravity, are, are very limited. That we, we, we understand thrust to be fuel, you know, based on fuel. And so light could generate thrust too. So the, the, the these having lights on mm -hmm. may be actually what we're seeing, you know, is them using light as a, a means of thrust to, to move that ship about that that's that's what yeah. I, that's yeah. what i would think well that's that's how they would do it at light at night when there's no light you know, well, so. and during the day they, they're going to use the same propulsion during the day and night well i i just remember back to uh the old movie uh, final countdown where the <laughs> nimitz went back to 1941 to that was uh, good do yeah. the japanese but the the uh the aircraft flew above the uh, japanese so they wouldn't see them you know they were up above them that's and right. I think I think if we were smart enough, these people flying around in planes, picking these things up on radar, I would think the intelligent beings would be above them, not not below them, where they'd be on radar. And fully aware yeah, that that's and fully aware that's happening. I mean, it's there's no way that if it's a uh, if it's a craft of another species, and it's here, it would have the capability. But because now we've learned also from uh, IT and computers and so forth uh, uh, of analysis. Uh, but I wonder what an IA computer would say about this. <laughs> well, I'll punch it in and find out. <laughs> Do that. because <laughs> well, well, I'll actually, just... Actually, I did in our description. Uh, our description of this program today was created by AI. That's There you go. It's on YouTube. You you know, so. Excellent. Yeah. But that, one, one of the things that's... Un undoubtedly going to occur because of this and AI as we're talking uh, and the, the the issue of G-forces and so forth is pilotless planes which in the commercial industry will will you know save between 35 and to 50 billion dollars a year mm -hmm. and provide, provide more seats and the, yep. the, the, we, as we've discussed on a couple other podcasts they're already doing it mm -hmm. and airplanes basically fly by themselves and you know this software problem that uh, Boeing had with the this newest plane. That yeah, they the seven thirty seven. Yeah, it's it, it's all AI basically. It's all computer. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they land you know, themselves, they take yeah, off themselves, right. and yeah, so yeah. and they avoid mountains and you know <laughs> whatever you can't see at night. That's <laughs> they, right. They know where they are. <laughs> they give you give you the warnings and everything, but but uh, yeah, I I think. I think this Congress thing is a waste of time. Uh, okay, suppose they identify an absolutely true flying saucer. We we know it's piloted by someone. It's here. What do we do? <laughs> so what? Well, you, so what if it's here? It, what do you do? Is. Well, if they're not interested in having any contact, there's nothing you can do. Right? Well, that's what I mean. Why well, it's stupid to even, even have these hearings and even talk about it. Well, which tells me they're benevolent, which is a good thing. They're not benevolent. They're, they're not. They're not like human beings. We're very benevolent, and uh, you know, and they see that they, they would have, if that, if that were the case, they would have seen our history because we put so much video in the in the airwaves for them to be able to you know decipher and look at, and so so they would have a clear understanding of our human history. So I'm glad they're benevolent. To me, that tells me they are. Well, I I don't know because uh, I don't think they're 
I don't I don't deny that they're seeing stuff in in space and from airplanes and whatever. I mean, do they not have cell phones? Are they not taking movies of these things? And all I see is these radar blips that you know they're unexplainable blips. I mean, come on, give me a break. Well, that's why I said at the beginning, Thomas. Why, why the U- United States Space Force? Why? Did, well, the Space I, Force I, is to uh, explore other planets, to go to Mars and, well, and things like that. That's yeah. Well, we're already it wasn't doing for, that. It wasn't for UFOs. But he just made it. He just he just said there's an Air Force on Earth. We're going out into space, so we need a Space Force. I appreciate that. He's not going to come out and say, we know there's aliens and we need to defend ourselves. Well, yeah. You know, where there's corporations <laughs> doing a better job than NASA. We know that. We've talked about mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Well, SpaceX is, you know, space, yeah. SpaceX is, you know, mm-hmm. off off the grid. I mean, it's yeah. beyond the grid. It's so remarkable what's happened mm-hmm. with it in less than, you know, 12 years. So yeah, it's uh, one of these situations where, the U.S. doesn't really need to delve into it as, as much as they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're finding out that all costs doesn't necessarily mean good costs. So the great thing about co- corporate air, air flight around the world is it's meaningful and it's less expensive. And that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. Well, uh, let them let them absorb the cost rather than the taxpayers. Right. So that's. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, uh, you know, that that's what Trump is saying. Work with the private sector. And, um, you know, go to Mars or wherever else you want to go. Mars is the obvious target. I think everybody keeps talking about. That's right. And there's, there's a couple of moons out there around the gas planets that they're looking at that may have possibilities too, but you know, all time will only tell and nothing's going Mm -hmm. to be resolved until man has the capability of some sort of, as Mm -hmm. we know, light speed or the speed of light in yeah. space and until they find a way to create mm-hmm. that kind of thrust uh so they can go for like six months and come back because it's not healthy to be up there that longer yeah. than six months. yeah i was gonna say you even creating uh, any kind of artificial gravity or uh air supply or food or whatever yeah, in a yeah, zero gravity yeah it's not good for you so we already know that and that's, that's why right. I, that's another reason that i think it's 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 extremely remote that uh, with the vastness of space, I'm not going to deny there's probably life all over the place in space, but intelligent life, eh, pretty remote. <laughs> because as I said, it doesn't take a whole lot of uh, you know uh, perfect conditions to grow a tomato plant. <laughs> but it sure as hell yeah. takes a pretty damn uh, consistent <laughs> millions of years to create an intelligent uh, person. Well, I know, and but tomatoes make for good Hollywood movies, you know. Well, yeah, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, one of my favorite yeah. movies. Yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta have that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, better than the Killer Donuts that uh, we no. followed it up. Yeah, it was yeah. much better. So. Well, you know, I, I I still think it's a waste of time for the government to even consider this. I mean, we supposedly, uh, you know, the spacecraft landed in Roswell, New Mexico, way back when, and uh, every every movie except the original War of the Worlds, uh, the aliens Classic. the aliens have came down to kill us. <laughs> Or yeah. take over the planet or whatever benevolent baby yeah, yeah right so uh there's no reason to think that just because they're intelligent uh that they're kind and 
you know, <laughs> great people or great well, things and, or whatever. And this leads leads me to make another observation, and that is is that we're not the only water planet in the universe um, with minerals and, and so forth. Sure, right? yeah. We are because of the sweet mm -hmm. spot in our solar system. So another reason they may not want to contact us is that there's plenty there's plenty of water out there i mean mm -hmm. the asteroid belt is all water and you know you got the meteor belt in our own solar system and it's all covered with minerals and so i mean mm -hmm. if, if they're gonna if they want to mine something they got all all they would want in in those two circumstances in our solar <laughs> system they, they don't need to come here yeah well, we got these telescopes that are looking all the way back to the Big Bang, and I haven't seen any of them uh, say, oh, look, a mothership <laughs> come, you know, over there by Jupiter, just sitting there, you know, it's, uh, you know, kind of spinning slowly. Uh, you know, I haven't seen that yet. Well, yet, I think. Yet, yet we find these tiny planets and the, you know, billions of light years away, supposedly, with these uh, telescopes we've got out there with no atmosphere to get in the way of the view. So, yeah, I, I would think sometime or other a telescope might have caught a UFO somewhere along the line just flying by. Well, you know, I hate to use the, the word, but humankind's sort of a, a, a bigot, you know. They're, they, they can't tolerate other points of view, including perhaps other forms of life. The, the geo political and uh, religious and and uh, 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 other things that would come apart at the seams if all of a sudden you know you stood up and said well we can tell you we're not alone and yeah they're here and uh, they don't mm -hmm. want to talk to us but uh, it looks like uh, you know we have to sort of how do you look at it I mean what do you what do you say to all the people of the world you know there's eight billion and and you know, better part of six billion are convinced of, of some religious beliefs. So yeah, yeah. It, that alone, and then you have all these different mm -hmm. now, you know, of the eight billion, all these different economies based on different principles, mm -hmm. and so all of that changes like overnight, literally. Yeah. So well, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, people who believe that uh, we were brought here, uh, civilization was brought here by uh, some beings. Uh, you know, that's because we can't explain how the pyramids were built. We can't explain how uh, things were, uh, you know, constructed on land that looked like geometric shapes from the sky. Why were they made that way? You know, we can't understand any of those things. So the only possible explanation is that somebody somewhere from somewhere just came by and said, oh, this looks like a nice place with primitive people here. We'll, we'll enslave them and we'll build these things to us and then we'll get the hell out of here. Yeah, there's all kinds of different views with that, and we we know the complexity of evolution versus creationism, and yeah. and what's in in the and that's only occurred in the last hundred years. I mean, mm -hmm. all these sciences that created evolution um, really took a galactic move forward, literally, in the last sixty years and mm -hmm. uh, in years of my lifetime. So yeah, uh, there's so much we just literally in the last 40 or 50 years learned about our planet and so we have to catch up a lot yet before we can really you know yeah. choose to go out and try and transition from here to another planet i mean that's yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty. Well, I was gonna say it's you know the 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 distances, the physics involved. You know, I'm not saying it can't be done, and you know, Einstein says you can't go faster than the speed of light. But what do I know? You know, he's smarter guy than I am. But well, uh, science fiction has always been predicated on going past the speed of light, and that's why they call it light. That's why they call it light speed. You 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 look that you get you don't you don't get to light the speed of light you start at the speed of light and go yeah that, that's like basically that, so, that's yeah. the concept yeah, yeah. 180,000 miles a second if i have my <laughs> i got a i got a i got a d in history or uh, i got a d in physics so i'm pretty sure i'm up on this well it seems to me an oval ship would work the best because it would create create the least amount of friction right so with what with space yeah there's there's nothing to there's no friction in space. No, I'm talking in the, in the way it could move through space quickly, you know. Well, there's and, nothing and, to stop it. It could be square and it would go the same speed as if it I were cylindrical. That. But then, if you're going into if it were well, I I don't want to get into geometry and all of that stuff. But the, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a great it's a great topic to talk about because it's mm-hmm. not a woke topic, it's not a political topic. It's not a religious topic. It's a scientific mm-hmm. topic. Yeah. So you, well, government's is, making it a political topic. Yeah, but it's, you know, it, <laughs> you know, if you're watching football game with the guys or families or having a party on. January, if you were the president, would you want to? Uh, the first thing I'd do if I was president, I would sit down with the Joint Chiefs and I've said, "Hey, I want to see the Roswell ship and I want to see the dead astronauts." Well, they'll, the, they'll have. They all oh, have. Oh, gotcha. come on. Mm, you no, no, you've got to be kidding me. Jack, famous trip, Jackie Gleason and Richard Nixon going, you know, going to check it out in a, in a Cadillac. I mean, that's that's one of the great stories <laughs> in the last fifty years. Oh come on! <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, but, yeah, that's right. I mean, President Nixon mm-hmm. picked up you know, Jackie Gleason. They he- headed mm-hmm. out to uh, uh, um, um, I don't remember specifically what area 51 yeah they they headed out to a typical scientific government military site and to to explore if it was real but there's no question and and jackie gleason gets to see uh extraterrestrial beings i no no one knows for sure what they found or discovered or saw (laughs) i'm just telling you it's a great story they They showed up at the gate, and the guys, the military guys, you know, this is off limits. Was Milton well, Berle I, I, busy or something? Well, no, no. He said, you know, Nixon, I'm the president. Let me in. Yeah, but what about him? What about him? I said, he said, that's Jackie Gleason. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I suppose he could smoke while he was in there, probably. No oh, problem I'm sure. there. Sure. Why, why not? <laughs> why not, huh? He's just. <laughs> I, I don't. That's. That that should go viral because that's one of the <laughs> dumbest things I think you've ever said. It's true though. It yeah. actually happened. It's not true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have to send me the link on that one. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do that, Jackie Gleason and, and Nixon. Yeah. Uh, I no. I'm sorry. Nope. Can't buy it. Can't go there. Eisenhower, maybe. Eisenhower with uh, Soupy Sales uh, might, might have gotten it done, but uh, no. 
But uh, yeah, I would if I if I'm the president, I want to say, hey, if that thing of Roswell is real, I want to see it. I'm the commander in chief. I'm ordering you unlock the bunker. Let's take a look at this thing. Now it's either real or it isn't. So, and then I let the people know. I saw the thing. It's real. So there you are. <laughs> so, it's seventy years old, but it's real. So, yeah, I don't know. So stupid. I mean, we we're on the verge of war with China and Russia. We got to, got inflation eating at every dollar we have. We've got uh, the uh, new green deal. Everything costs more than it should, and we're worried about invaders from outer space. Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 it's it's you can look it up. It, the you know, Joe Rogan and Meisner, they, you know, they've they've talked about Nixon and and getting drunk with uh, Jackie Gleason and going to the, the Homestead Air Force Base. There you go. Okay. Well, <clears throat> and well, I... and he he, want, he did it because he wanted to show Jackie Gleason something cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. So what? You show them outer space uh, spaceship or dead uh, dead aliens or what? I have no idea. Nobody knows about. So it. the the news media didn't follow Nixon around, right? <laughs> lots where of presidents. Where, where were Wood, lots of presidents? Where, where, where out were of the White House. Woodward during all this? <laughs> <laughs> what the New York Post wasn't on their heels? <laughs> of course not. Where the hell's no. Nixon going with Gleason? I don't know, man. Uh, this is this is this is deteriorated into, <laughs> into madness. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I think that's what it is. But before we go, we got to talk about June sixth, D Day, nineteen forty four. This is the anniversary of it, seventy nine years ago, and uh, we attacked the uh, French or the French Normandy and other bases around the world. Largest mass production of men ever and a big uh, death day for America as well. So, well, it's pretty remarkable. I, the, the, the thing I'm not going to say a lot of, but <laughs> there's everybody can look up the information. But to me, the most remarkable piece of, uh, of this puzzle of Normandy, <laughs> it was a 50 mile wide front beach that they landed mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Um, I've I've been there several times. Remarkable, mm -hmm. and I've never forgotten. You know that the the beaches were divided in four: Utah, Omaha for the U.S., Gold and Sword for the British and and the Polish, and Juno for the uh, Canadians. And the Canadians got ashore ashore first, and took Juno and moved inland first. The Americans got stalled down. So did the British on on Gold Beach, but Sword Beach was successful. And yes, there was losses, but nothing what they thought would be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they landed over 50,000 men initially, yeah. but it, it took several weeks to c c get the beachhead established. And the Germans are the ones that made a lot of mistakes. It, it, it's mm -hmm. one of these things in history you look at and you go, wow, you, you, you got to read about it because it, it's mm -hmm. just several events in, in World War II, mm -hmm. you know, the Battle of the Coral Sea, the Battle of Midway in the Pacific. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the Battle of the Bulge in Europe at the end of the war. I mean, there's major battles that you just look at and it's just, mm -hmm. wow, it could have gone the other way. Oh, yeah. Well, it certainly could. Yeah, the uh, 
yeah um the weather was an issue they were going to do it one day and the weather was uh, bad they had to postpone right. it a couple of times the very fact they could keep that big uh, operation secret was uh although we didn't have cell phones and you know 24 7 news like we do today but yeah my, my father had my father had several planes he had a cessna and he had a uh prop jet and a, a little commercial or private jet but he had this great pilot. He was Indian. He was from Montana. And we, he flew in uh, uh, Vietnam off carriers. Mm-hmm. And he, he would tell, he, we would drink and he'd tell us about, you know, landing and taking off. But he, mm-hmm. the, the most important thing he, he told me, I think is relevant briefly, is he said if the United States was determined to win the war, all they had to do is send in the Air Force, the Navy, mm-hmm. and blow up all the dikes from Hanoi all the way down to the demilitarized zone it would have flooded the north and and it would have been very bare wasteland with no food no way to grow rice if, if they just done that there there wouldn't have been any you you know there they didn't have to go kill anyone just blow all, because it from hanoi all the way down to the demilitarized zone is literally just these ongoing series of uh rice patties and he said take those all out do it in a week they're done but anyway there you go okay. um, our love goes out to all those people um uh, from d-day and family uh that they they know uh happen to participate and it's a it's a great day of remembrance because it basically saved the world in a lot of ways it saved the world that it did all right hey we'd like to remind you to subscribe ring the notification bell you'll always be notified of another podcast and no matter what time zone you're in where you live in the world uh and like us leave a comment let us know what you think and uh what your thoughts are on uh the aliens uh coming to <laughs> coming to a town near you that's uh, right. anytime soon <laughs> so, they're their favorite song i'll be home for christmas right yeah so they uh they probably will be so mm-hmm. All right, just a quick reminder, we're here every Tuesday and Thursday, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Subscribe, ring the notification bell, like us, let us know uh, that uh, you uh, are out there. And uh, comments, uh, Linda says, uh, take me to your leader. <laughs> Thanks for a great show. <laughs> All right, Linda. <laughs> yeah, they'll, uh, if they do land, I'm guessing they'll go to Tom and Shane. I'm, that, I'm pretty they, sure that's where yeah, they'll. We, we, they, we got to have the interview first. I was going to say, yeah, they'll, uh, yeah, we're the only ones that uh, have the ability to uh, translate <laughs> the Martian or wherever the hell they come from. Yeah, so, yeah, that's so we'll right. be able to, uh, we'll be able to take care of that. Also, too, I want to remind you that, uh, well, guess what? We're on radio. We're on radio every Saturday from eight to eleven Mountain Time. Listen live anywhere in the world kmmsam.com just click listen now no sign up nothing to join no email needed no personal information of any kind you can call us you can text us you can be a part of the big broadcast every saturday morning so that's right my final comment is i really appreciate you letting us talk about this with you because you know tom and i our day job guardians of the galaxy that's where we are absolutely right and if you missed any of our past shows, they're also at KMMSAM.com. So if you want to hear this one again or another one or any other one we do, uh, click Tom and Change Podcast at KMMSAM.com. And hit your boy. ride, baby. Hit your ride with us. Let's <laughs> That's go. That's it.
That's it. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being here with us. We really appreciate uh, all of you guys out there. Thanks so much for being here. And we will see you on Thursday and talk to you on the radio on Saturday. Bye for now.